0: Hello, and welcome back to the Girlfit Method podcast. I have a Q&A for you all today, and I also want to let you know that I will be revealing who the reviewer, the Gymshark voucher winner is. Whoever the reviewer winner is, is what I was supposed to say. So I give away a $100 Gymshark voucher to anyone that leaves a rating or a review. I get asked a lot, people try to leave a a review, sorry, on Spotify, you can't leave a review. You can pop a question in, which is really interesting, but they don't have, you don't have the ability to be able to actually write a review, that's okay. I just need five stars on Spotify. And then on Apple Podcasts, you can absolutely leave a review. I love reading them, they make my heart so happy. So please do that, take a screenshot of it, send it to me on Instagram, just through DMs, and you will go into the running for next month's voucher giveaway. And also actually on any other podcast platform that you listen to, there will be the ability, I would assume for you to leave a rating or review. Spotify and Apple Podcasts are obviously the biggest two. Um, But if you listen on any others, do the same thing, screenshot it, and you will also go into the running. I'm gonna reveal that winner at the end of this podcast. Now. I'm doing a q and I popped a question box up onto my Instagram. I'm going to answer these questions for you. And let me just say I'm, I'm a little bit flustered. I feel like I need to just take five deep breaths and relax. <sighs> so my flight was late and I'm in a bit of a rush here to get here to the studio to record this podcast episode, but I am here now. And let me tell you, if there's one thing I'm good at, it is working under pressure. I love a challenge. So here I am. I'm going to smash out the answers to these questions. All right, starting with number one. I am so discouraged uh, working out because it makes me bloat. How do how do you manage gut issues in the gym? Okay, great question. So uh, I guess bloating and feeling bloated can sometimes be a result of training, and I sometimes find that, and I've experienced this as well with my own within my own fitness journey. Is that if you're not aware of your breath during exercises, you can sometimes not deep. Uh, you cannot take enough breaths or breathe properly. Um, and we can hold our breath sometimes during workouts, which actually can really affect your digestion and cause bloating. That's something to be really aware of. And maybe I'll record a podcast episode all on how to breathe properly during your workouts, because that's really important part of working out. Um, now obviously if you're you're suffering with digestive issues absolutely it is the worst and it can make you feel just so blah like you just don't want to train you don't want to do anything you feel bloated don't feel good in your workout clothes all of those kinds of things it's about coming figuring out i guess the root cause of your digestive issues i had a really great conversation with jake all about bloating and digestive issues. I reckon it was about five or six episodes back. Um, you'll find that on the podcast if you do scroll back, and we go into depth around the main causes for bloating. Interestingly, obviously, there's foods that can cause that. A massive reason why women do struggle with digestive issues is, believe it or not, stress and anxiety. And it's kind of hard because if we do, and I'm, I'm not discounting that you will, you know. If you're struggling with having digestive issues that there's not actually something there that's causing that. However, sometimes we can stress about having digestive issues or we can stress about bloating, (laughs) which in turn then makes us more stressed, which makes us more bloated and have more digestive issues. So finding a way to regulate your nervous system, calm down and be able to manage stress can be really helpful. Um, There is so much that I could delve into here, it's really hard without me knowing specifics, but I would really be saying if you're finding that you're having quite severe digestive issues, then maybe just pairing back your exercise, sticking with lower intensity workouts, higher intensity workouts will increase cortisol levels, which then can slow down your digestion um, and affect your um, yeah digestive system in a negative way. So I really wouldn't be adding more stress to your body right now. Even if it means you just take some time off the gym and working out and you just walk and just get some movement, then just do that. Um, But making sure that, you know, you're aware of what you're consuming. I talk a lot about not eating too much fibre, also not eating too little fibre as well. Um, And really being mindful of getting a wide variety of foods into our diet and thinking about how when we are eating. And this is a really interesting point that Jake brought up in the interview that I had with him was how digestion starts in the brain. And even before we consume the food, it's the thought that we have about those foods before eating them that actually impacts our digestion, which is really wild. So definitely go give that a listen. Um, And there's some really great tips there that I'm sure that you'll be able to implement. Quick interruption. So if you want to win a $100 Gymshark voucher, I give one away per month to anyone that leaves a rating, review and subscribes to the podcast. All you need to do is take a screenshot of that rating, review, send it to me on Instagram at podcast Instagram page and you will go into the running. All right, back to the podcast. All right, question number two. I'm reverse dieting and feel full all of the time. Should I still keep eating more? I had this exact same question with a client on their check-in this week Now, it's so funny because when we, once again, this is another digestive issue problem, when we're feeling full and we're feeling bloated, it feels so strange and counterproductive or counterintuitive, I should say, for us to then want to try to force feed ourselves. And this is where we need to become really creative with the kinds of foods that we look at implementing and adding into our diet. Now, the first thing I want to say is that if you're in a position, so I'm thinking now about this client who has been under eating for quite some time and has to eat more, and I explained this to her that she she really just can't trust her hunger cues at the moment. So um, we have our two hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin, and when we Chronically undereat, our body stops releasing ghrelin, which is our hunger hormone, to say, "Hey, give us more food, we're hungry," and it secretes more leptin, which is our satiety hormone. So what's happening is, is your body's gone? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm completely used to, I don't know, digesting fifteen hundred calories, and that's what I'm really good at doing. Then once you start to add in additional food, your digestive system's kind of like, hold on. I'm not quite sure how to actually digest more food efficiently. So it's really slow. And that is why you're going to find you're going to feel bloated. Essentially, it's just your digestive system kind of catching up and learning how to digest that amount of food, and it's totally normal. Now, does that mean that that amount of food you were eating prior, those 1500 calories is all you need to consume? Absolutely not. And this is where we sometimes can't trust our bodies, right? Your body just wants to survive, and it's going to come up with mechanisms to be able to do that, like learning to be okay with 1500 calories, not necessarily healthy, right? But okay, keep you alive. And a part of that is it you know, takes away energy from your digestive system first off, so it's already slower, and then it kind of needs to relearn how to digest more food that you're giving it. How long it takes for your body to adjust and how long it takes for your digestive system to kind of relearn, to be able to effectively digest food, that's really, going to differ from person to person and look I think back on my own journey I would say like it took me a solid 6 to 12 months unfortunately might not take that long for you but another tip I'm going to give as well is just be mindful of the kinds of foods that you're including as you're adding in more calories we don't want to be adding in more foods that caught that are harder for your body to digest so like fibers vegetables Um, even whole grains. I would be going for foods like, I'd be increasing your protein intake. I'd be looking at like, instead of having brown rice, white rice, white rice is much easier for your body to digest. Another really great tip is to get through calories through liquids, so just have some juice, right? A glass of juice will be able to get you a couple of hundred calories without you even knowing it, not adding additional volume that your body needs to digest. And then the other thing is to also add in oils. So olive oil is just so good for you. Add in a tablespoon of olive oil and you've got 120 calories without you feeling like you're adding volume and then feeling more full. So sneaky ways of increasing calories that don't require you to have to eat more when you're already feeling bloated and when you're already feeling really full. That's just a part of the reverse dieting process. I'd say every single person goes through that. you have just going to stick it out and it will get better over time, I promise. Okay, I've injured myself and I'm worried I'll lose muscle. How quickly do you lose muscle? Ooh. So I'm going to be off training for six to eight weeks. Now, research shows us, so this is going to be me soon and I'm documenting my whole process so you guys can see what kind of changes happen in my body throughout that time. Research shows that at about the three week mark of doing no exercise, you begin to lose a little bit of muscle. It's quite small. Uh, And then obviously over time that will compound, right? So the first thing we want to think about is if you're injured, just make sure you're having enough protein. That's going to help keep that muscle on you that you've already built, right? That's going to be really important. The next thing I want you to remember is that building muscle is really hard. However, once you've built muscle, it's really easy for you to gain that muscle back. It's not like your body needs to almost like rebuild it like it did prior. We have muscle memory and so you gain that muscle back really quickly. So if you've You know, you had an injury, I know it's going to be very frustrating for you to have this time off, but just keep in mind that you've put in a lot of hard work. And once you are at a point where you're feeling better, you're able to exercise again, it, I promise you, will not take long for you to get back to where you were prior. The most important thing is that you allow your body just to rest right now, so you can actually get into things much quicker. The worst thing you can do is rush back into training, re-injure yourself, and then you're out for another few months. But really, it's about three weeks and then we start to lose muscle, but it's only a real small amount. I just need to share a quick message with you all. So listen, if you are stuck under eating, over exercising and seeing no changes in your body and you are ready to make that change, head down to the show notes. We have an application form for our one-on-one coaching program that includes our three-phased coaching method that has helped women across the world find food freedom and improve the look of their body. All right, back to the podcast episode. Okay, what workout split should I do if I work out three times per week? Okay, three times per week, I would recommend doing three full body sessions. What that's going to allow is for you to be able to hit each muscle group at least twice per week, which we know is the sweet spot when it comes to building muscle. Um, Okay, next question. I'm just going to find my next question. Okay. I am trying to reverse diet. How many calories should I increase each week or should I only increase once a month? All right, so with a reverse diet, typically what you want to be doing is increasing on a weekly basis. If we if we prolong that process too much, you kind of defeat the purpose of it all. So What we want to think about doing is as we're increasing calories, we want to essentially be able to teach your body to be able to maintain its weight eating that amount of food. If you think about it, if you're increasing on a weekly, excuse me, on a monthly basis and you're only increasing by 100 calories, it is so minute. And here's the thing you might be tracking everything that you're consuming, but even if you know, you're reading off of labels or you're, I don't know, you're having like an apple one day, then you're having an apple the next day, there's going to be a different amount of calories in the apple yesterday to the apple today. You can never completely be bang on with your calories on a daily basis. So by only increasing like 100 calories a month, you're probably going to be fluctuating anyway by that. like previously, which you haven't even been aware of, it needs to be a substantial amount that you're increasing. And we want to really send that strong signal to the body that it's getting these additional calories to be able to use it effectively throughout the general movement that you have in the day, and then also through your workouts, as well as Uh, really assisting in your recovery so that that metabolism fires up so that you can be able to continue to increase your maintenance calories. I've got another question here about reverse dieting, and it was around what to do if my weight increases, but my measurements stay, 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 (laughs) stay fairly stable, stay fairly stable. All right. So as we reverse diet, weight will increase for a whole different range of reasons. Mostly just the fact that we're eating more food and our glycogen stores will increase, but also hopefully, fingers crossed, you're building muscle too. So that's really normal, but a great indication of whether you're gaining fat or whether you're just gaining weight is going to be your body measurements. So it's like physically impossible for you to gain fat while having your waist measurements stay the same and not really increase. That is 100% going to be just weight gain from you know muscle glycogen from potentially hormones stress a whole bunch of things training as well because when we train we inflame we get little micro tears in your muscle fibers that's inflammation in your body that also makes you weigh more there's all of these things that will impact your weight so your body measurements are a really great way to track progress just on that as well, though, if you are building muscle, you will find measurements will increase in different areas of your body, in particular, like arms, legs, hips, all those kinds of things. That also does not mean that you're gaining fat either. Progress pitches, awesome as well to track. But I don't know about you, but I've found that with a lot of our girls, sometimes when we see when they see the number on the scale increase and then they have a look at their progress pictures they're already going into looking at their progress pictures with this mindset of I've gained I've gained body fat and so sometimes I actually can't see the difference which is wild to me because I'll look at them and go my goodness I can see you're building muscle I can see you're getting leaner and they're like no I can't see it and that's because they're focusing way too much on what the scale is saying in that case if it affects you that much please don't weigh yourself because i'll tell you right now during your reverse diet you will gain weight it is just a part of the process and it's just the way that it is but if it affects you and it stops you from being able to stay focused on your goal of increasing your calories then it's probably just not going to be the right option for you and it's just not necessary especially if you're tracking other measurements all right guys that is it but before i go i'm going to be revealing who this month's gymshark voucher winner is and we have the beautiful claire so claire sent me a dm your instagram handle is claire fit n-i c-l-a-i-r-e-f-i-t n-i please send me a dm and i will get that gymshark voucher over to you thank you so much for leaving a review and if you haven't already please do it It means the absolute world to me and it allows me to be able to spread my message to more girls across the world for them to know that they don't need to be stuck eating low calories and they can find food freedom. All right, guys, until next week, big love, Coach Tash.